0: Welcome to the latest episode of Beyond Transformation, a Beyond Key podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about dbt cloud, which is a great tool when you're using Snowflake. We are Snowflake providers at Beyond Key, and we're going to be talking to you about how to use dbt cloud to manage your data in your organization. With me today, I have Prabash Thakur. Prabash, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Say hello.
1: Hi, Andy. Hello, everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> Only you for now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's everyone who's listening in. So that is correct. Yeah. It is everyone. Uh, in in terms of, so I'm just I'm just gonna dive right into. Uh, data build tools. Um, so I, I know we we just did a webinar on Snowflake, and I want to thank you, Pravash, for that. That was awesome. Just watching how you could use Snowflake to help with managing your data and make better decisions. Um, can you just please provide me with an overview of what DBT is?
1: Yeah. So talking about DBT, it's a so first of all a full form for DBT is data build tool that we already know, as you mentioned. So it's a development framework that combines modular SQL and software engineering best practices that will make your data transformation reliable, fast, and fun. So it's like with DBT, anyone who knows how to write SQL select statement, they can uh, they have the power to build their models, write test scenarios, schedule their jobs to produce reliable, actionable data sets. So what happens, you have data, You need to transform that data to give you a business insight so that you can build the report on top of this. So DBT act as a orchestration for your transformation.
0: Okay, awesome. So, okay, so I I just wanna make sure I'm understanding this correct. So for a layman like myself, um, is DBT the same thing as a uh, modern data warehouse or MDW as it's called in the industry?
1: Uh, not exactly it's it's not a data warehousing solution so for example in currently uh, what happens in data warehousing either you follow old etl approach first you will extract then transform and then you will load your data into your data warehouse or you can follow in the modern data uh, etl approach elt approach so what happens in elt you first extract and load full raw data into your data warehouse that will act as a data lake and then you do the transformation on top of that raw data so you always have the true uh, like true data uh, and then you can perform as many transformation whenever you want so what dbt does it will help you to do that t in whatever you do elt or etl that t that is transformation dbt will help you do that so that brings actually uh, another concept uh, that is analytical engineering so what happens in analytical engineering is it's a bridge between data engineering and data analyst. So if we talk about data engineering, what we do in data engineering we build custom data integration, we manage overall pipeline orchestration, uh, then we do deploy machine learning endpoints, uh, then we build, maintain and de- uh, like we build and maintain data platforms, uh, then we uh, then data engineering p- uh, folks will. Uh, do some performance optimization. Now, data analysts, on the other hand, they will do deep insight work, like uh, why did uh, this churn spike last month? What are the best acquisition channels? And then they will work with business users to understand data requirements. They will build critical dashboard and they will do the forecasting. Analytical engineering comes in between somewhere. So what they will do, they will provide clean, transformed data ready for analysis they will apply software engineering best practices for example uh, delivering your uh, models into small sprints that's uh, agile methodology uh, it's it's very difficult to perform agile okay. methodology in data engineering because uh, because git is not enabled everywhere dbt comes with that so then they will maintain the documentation for all the transformation so that whenever anyone is anyone wants to see okay how this data transformed what are the logics applied to it what are the source table for this data from where data is coming they can see all the documentation through dbt so analytical engineering will engineers will maintain that documentation and they will train business user how to use that data visualization tools this is a what all about analytical engineering, engineering and dbt will help you do that exact analytical engineering
0: part okay so that's all that's okay i'm trying to digest all that because you went through a lot of great information here so i, I i'm just going to start here so the so part of this what you're talking about is dbt is the, like you said it's the t or the transformation of data, which is one of the key aspects here. I I, I like how you call it that it's the T part of transformation. Um, that's that's awesome. That makes sense because like a lot of one of the biggest challenges with data is how do you then transform it into something useful? And from what you're talking about when it with the data engineer, I get it. It's the data engineer. They build the custom data and it, they manage the data, but then the data analyst uses it to turn it into the deep insights and then that's kind of what's kind of cool about this so so from what i'm understanding here is that dbt transforms your data so then i guess the best question to ask you next is how can you then use dbt to transform your data into usable insights do you like do you need a business intelligence tool for example like like snowflake or power bi or power bi is probably a better example
1: Yeah, so uh, talking about how dbt works, it is not connected to your extraction tool, like how data is coming inside Snowflake or other data warehousing solutions, like other data platforms, for example, Databricks, it doesn't care about that. Once data is available, loaded in raw format into your data platform, dbt will connect your data platform, it will use your uh, uh, data platform's compute and storage resources, your uh, account credentials. Or you can use a service account credentials to do all those transformation. It will use that and it will perform the transformation. Like there are two aspects in data engineering: DDL and DML. So DDL is like uh, defining your data tables, like tables, procedure, these things, merge statement, insert statement. These are like a, a, generally it will be same every time. These are not the main business logics. So it's kind of waste of time for data engineers. What dbt does, it will do those DDL part on your behalf. All you need is to create SQL files and write your select statement. If you can write your select statement and you can implement your business logic with that, boom, you have your data. What dbt will do, first you create a SQL file inside dbt. You write your select queries inside inside that. And then dbt will take that SQL code. It will wrap it inside a create or replace kind of uh, table, uh, create or replace table uh, statement. It will wrap it inside a DDL statement and it will create a table out of it. If needed, it will do perform a merge, insert, append, whatever you have defined. Plus, it makes your data trustable. So all the transformation logic that you have written, it's going to be reused. So talking about some business test scenarios and other these are uh, we can talk about uh, it uh, whenever uh, there is uh, a proper scenario for that so it it is not only transformation that dbt will do it will also perform some test scenarios on that so we can talk about it uh, if you
0: want okay um so okay by the way so there you weren't you weren't A little technical here, so I know some of our audience are IT engineers and software developers, and I'm sure they they followed along with that. Um, Real quick, just for those who are not, um, I I don't think we actually define what an SQL file is. I know I know it's a SQL database file, um, but can you just go into just a little basics of that, just so we know. So just so those who are executives know what a SQL file is, so they know how it works
1: yes yeah, yeah. so so whenever you create a csv file you create a file name so similarly when you want to create a sql file you create a file name .sql simple inside that with any code editor uh, notepad++ vs code you can use that and you can write your code like select statement or CTs uh, inside that file it's as simple as that
0: There's okay is nothing more technical about it okay yeah so basically it's like a it's a it's similar to like a spreadsheet on excel or like an excel or csv file but it's for a sql database so okay cool um so i'm gonna switch gears here for a second um so we're going into since we're beginning a little technical um i'm trying to get an idea here what what data engineering problems does DBT solve? So, like, why, why would data engineers need DBT for their organization?
1: Yes. So, uh, currently, what data engineering faces the problem is, first of all, whenever, uh, for example, we are using Snowflake. So, when we are doing the data engineering, we are writing procedures, we are scheduling it with tasks, and either we have to maintain uh, two different Snowflake environments for your production and development environment, or either you will work directly inside production, which is highly not recommended. Like, I won't, nobody will suggest you to work directly inside production environment. So, software engineering brings one very uh, nice feature that is, uh, Git capability, like source control over your data. You will work on a development environment, and then you will deliver it in chunks. In sprints, you can implement agile methodology. Those things is a part of software engineering practices. It's not included in data engineering. What DBT will do? DBT will help you perform this. Apart from this, there are other things also which you can um, use DBT to solve the data engineering problem. First of uh, uh, them is eliminating data silo. So data silo is like, it's an isolated data which is stored in separate, separate data sources. So it's common, like today it's very common across industries, uh, data from different departments. For example, you have sales, marketing, uh, you have finance, HR, all these data domains uh, are sitting on a different databases. Without centralizing and uh, uh, making, uh, without centralizing this data, what happens? Marketing professionals will struggle to access these data and then share with uh, share with other departments so data engineering uh, team will mostly work on these uh, solving this data silo like transferring data from one department to another department with dbt you can centralize your data at one location you can perform all your data engineering on those data you can share your codes as well as data across each department without any issue another is data quality So whenever there is a data transformation happening, can you trust your data? That's the biggest question. Like, is the data uh, trustable? Is there is any testing uh, happening on your data or is that automated? Or is there any manual intervention for the testing? For sure, if there is any manual testing happening, there might be error because of human error, because of-
0: It's like the old thing of garbage in, garbage out.
1: Yes. So if- for for sure if humans are involved they make mistakes we make we are tend uh, we are uh, made to make mistakes as you can see so data quality yes. testing that ships with dbt so you can do the data quality testing of uh, by default dbt comes with four data quality testing for example there is a let's say a column in your table which you don't want to be null values you can just define a a, a not null test in in YML file, in, inside your DBT, there is a YML file. Uh, you can just define that. DBT will perform that checks every time DBT will run the pipeline. You can define the accepted values. Okay, For example, one particular column should not have uh, values outside a set of values. You can do that. Relationship, whether the data coming from, coming inside my table is coming from my source or the, is, is there any, thing happening in between. You can define that relationship. OK, all the values should be available from this table only. You can define that. You can also define uniqueness because what happens, some data warehousing solutions, because you want to uh, you want to keep all your data from different departments at one place, duplicate might be there. You can define that check whether there is any duplicate value. So all these checks will happen every time like based on the schedule, as you will as you will keep the schedule. Also, data tend to become stale. You can and it's difficult when you have thousands and two thousands of tables with millions and billions of records. It's difficult to know okay which table is not refreshed in last two days. Can you do that? It's difficult. Again, manual intervention is required. DBT can do that for you. You can just do one simple settings. And then DBT will keep on checking which tables are not getting refreshed, which tables are getting stale. And it will give you the, that information at one centralized place. It will even give you error if you want, so so that you can trust your data. OK, whatever data I have, it's a quality data, and I can make business decision on top of this data. This makes another, this solves another problem that is transparency, uh, then simplifying uh, Data pipeline workflow—that is another sol- uh, uh, another problem that uh, data engineering faces. So, uh, what happens with DBT? You can transform all your data. Like pipeline will be uh, very simple. You can do all the deliveries in continuous integration fashion. Whenever there is a change inside your code, all the impacted codes will get refreshed automatically. You can do that. So, these are some kind of these are some benefits with dbt. There are many other benefits that we can talk about, and it will keep on going.
0: Okay, um, yeah, that was all okay. So, man, you have so much information, it's hard to know where to start and where to stop with it. So, um, I, I mean, I, I just I I, for me, like when you're talking the stuff that I mean, like I mentioned, you were talking about data quality and and the ongoing challenge of making sure everything is fresh. Because like, you know, like, you know, you could be, especially you do marketing and sales and, you know, one, you know, people move in and out of their jobs all the time. They move in and out of their houses. People are changing phone numbers, you know, especially nowadays, like people change phone numbers so much more than they used to, and that's kind of weird to me still. But you know, like people get a, a mobile phone and then they're getting rid of it the next day. Uh, so it's it's important to be able to understand how to use all this different data correctly and how to make sure you're able to, to keep it modern and keep it correct. So I, I love how this helps with the the data challenges that you have, especially of quality because Quality data is so hard to come by. It's no longer an issue today of. Do we have enough data? It's do we have the right data? Um, so that's great that you're able to bring that transparency to play. I uh, uh, one, one another question I want to ask you. Um, this is a uh, this is a little bit different, so I was going into. I was looking through dbt and I noticed that there's a few different types of uh, models. There's a dbt cloud and a dbt core. Can you give me an, a run through of what the difference is between DBT Core and DBT Cloud? So those who are looking to use DBT can start using it more effectively for their their organization.
1: Yeah. So DBT comes with two offerings. First is DBT Core, DBT Cloud, and DBT Core is a free version. There is a, a, all DBT Core will just contain all the transformation uh, capabilities for the DBT dbt cloud keeps something extra and dbt cloud is not free with dbt core uh like talk if if you talk about cost how much dbt cloud will cost you so it will start from hundred dollars per month if only one user is uh using that and based on your enterprise you can go ahead with the enterprise edition that that will cost based on that is a custom costing so I will still go ahead with DBT Cloud because DBT Cloud will come with lots of other benefits if if cost is not an issue for you. So, capability in terms of capabilities, if we talk about whatever core has to offer, DBT core, DBT Cloud has cloud has that. Plus, it is coming like it is beautifully integrated with CI/CD pipelines, uh, UI. It's all browser-based, so you don't need to install anything. You don't need to maintain your versions. Everything will be up to date for you always in one click. You can schedule your pipelines at one location. Otherwise, with dbt core, you will have to find a third-party tool for scheduling your jobs, for for hosting your Git repository, for hosting your documentation that dbt will ship. And not only this, dbt uh, Cloud is also offering you an API job trigger, like the pipelines can be triggered through API. So for example, let's say you are using Azure Data Factory to bring your data. Now what you can do, you can trigger data transformation inside Data Factory as soon as data lands into your data platform. So that everything will be pushed push up or push down as you can say, data will keep on moving without any delay or without any time dependency as soon as one job is completed this job will be triggered based on api Uh, dbt core is not offering you that plus based on the data security part dbt cloud comes with some certifications like data security certifications like iso soc2 gdpr pci and hipaa so Talking about all these benefits, there is also one more benefit that is semantic layer that is really cool feature from DBT. It's like you can define all your business metrics inside DBT and then connect DBT from your BI tools and you can access that metrics. Generally, what happens, these metrics differ person to person.
0: Wait, wait, um, why did, what the heck, so it stop recording. So it started recording at 856, but then it shows it's recording up in the top right or the top left. I don't know. Shows that's still recording. OK, I'm sorry, I'll I'll uh, fix this. I'm putting a note. Okay. Um, So, okay. So I'm assuming we're still recording. Uh, Okay. So, from what you're saying, okay. So, basically, if I'm understanding this correct, DBT Core is a great way to get started with using DBT to understand how it could work for your organization. But if you're really serious about using it, you're going to need to use something like the cloud version because of the integrations, because of the API. Uh, connections because of also just, I would say, I mean, especially for a lot of organizations, you need those data, data certifications like ISO, SOC2, GDPR, PCI, HIPAA. Those are huge um, certifications that you need for your organization. So. Get started with core if you want to test it, and then use cloud when you're serious, correct? Correct, because
1: uh, costing is more important, is not more important than saving time. Uh, David yeah. Cloud will save you lots of time, lots, because ultimately you will spend those money posting your documentation and getting the capabilities.
0: Yeah, it's time and also security. I mean, yes, security is a huge deal in data today. So, okay, um, awesome. Um, I just have one or two last questions for you. Um, so, uh, what BI tools will this work with specifically? So will this work with Power BI? Will it work with Tableau? Is it only for Snowflake? Does it connect through other tools? Let me, like, because you, you mentioned it's like a modern data warehouse, so I'm trying to understand how that works.
1: Yeah, so uh, first of all, coming to data platforms that DBT will support, it's not only Snowflake. There are other data uh, platforms also, like BigQuery, Databricks, Postgres, Amazon Redshift, uh, there is uh, Azure Synapse, Teradata, and this list keeps on growing. Like when I, personally, if, if you talk about me, when I started working with DBT, it was just for data platforms. Now it's, the list has been increased and I'm pretty sure it will keep on increasing. You can always check DBT documentation for up-to-date list. Now talking about the BI tools. If your data platform can connect to the these BI tools, for example, Power BI or Tableau, You can work with those uh, BI tools. But if you talk about semantic layer, that is a topic of another discussion because it's huge another topic. It's a big topic. So if you want to connect to DBT semantic layer, then only five BI tools are supported for now. Tableau, Google Sheets, Hex, Light Dash, and Mode. Uh, Power BI is not supported as of now, but I'm pretty sure they will bring on more uh, BI tools because this also, they started only with mode and now they are increasing to other BI tools, so. We'll wait for future what, what happens with dbt and BI tool connection.
0: OK, awesome, um. Prabhash, we're we're all out of time and you provided way more information about dbt than I, I I knew about. I feel like I'm a little bit smarter about dbt than before we started this conversation, so thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, who's listening to us today. And uh, Prabhash, have a great day.
1: Thank you, Andy. Thank you for calling for this podcast.
0: Are you interested in learning more about DBT Cloud or Snowflake? Let us know. Reach out to us at beyondkey.com forward slash contact us for a free 30-minute consultation session. Again, that's beyondkey, B-E-Y-O-N-D, K E Y dot com forward slash contact us. So that's C O N T A C T U S. Thanks for joining us again today, and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode of Beyond Transformation.